Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz Pharrell. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing out there today? I hope everybody's doing great. All right. Let me see. United Airlines passenger attempts to enter the cockpit and open the exit door during the takeoff. That's sick. A passenger on a United Airlines flight. Chicago to Los Angeles was arrested Friday after trying to enter the cockpit and open the exit doors, the Federal Aviation Administration confirmed to news sources. In a statement, the FAA said that the United Airlines Flight 1641 was forced to return to the gate at Chicago's O'Hare International Airport after a passenger disrupted takeoff plans Friday at 9 p.m. Central Time. Limited details were immediately immediately available, but the FAA said the unruly passenger unsuccessfully tried to enter the cockpit and open the exit doors. Law enforcement was waiting for the passenger. He was, they were waiting for the passenger upon the Boeing 737 returns to the gate. United Airlines, Chicago Police, and TSA did not immediately respond for to news sources for requests for comment. Uh, man, what the hell was wrong with this person? I don't have too many details on that, but that's one of the details right there. I don't know what's wrong with these people, uh, what they be smoking on, what type of drugs that they do. I don't know. They're going to start screening people for drug. They're going to do drug analysis or something like that before they let you on the plane if y'all keep behaving this way, people. You better understand that. I'm trying to tell you something. All right, let's keep it moving. California scientist says he left out the full truth to get climate change wildfire study published. All right? This one right here is, um, this is like politics right here. A California scientist admitted that he left out the full truth about climate change blaming it primarily on human causes to get his study published in the prestigious science journal. Patrick T. Brown, a lecturer at Johns Hopkins University and doctor of earth and climate sciences, admitted in an online article in the free press, a blog post, and a series of social media posts that he distorted the findings of his studies to appeal to the editors at Nature and Science magazines which are prestigious online science journals. And the editors of these journals had made it abundantly clear both by what they publish and what they reject. And they want climate papers that support certain pre-approved narratives, even when those narratives come at the expense of a broader knowledge for society, Brown wrote in the free press. So Brown's study published in Nature on August 30th stated that climate change affected extreme wildfire behavior like the devastating fires in California and Hawaii, in Hawaii. Okay, the established scientist now admits that he focused narrowly on only on the human influence of wildfires instead of focusing broadly on the complexities of other obviously relevant factors. He blamed his angle on the pressure 
scientists face to get their studies published in prestigious articles and the need to create catchy abstracts that can be turned into headlines. You get it, everybody? Brown said in the free press he is not disowning his paper by criticizing how he chose to approach the piece, but admitting it, it, but admitting it is less useful than it could have been. You might be wondering at this point if I'm disowning my own paper. I'm not, Brown wrote. On the contrary, I think it, it advances our understanding of climate change's role in day-to-day wildfire behavior. It's just that the process of customizing the research for an eminent journal caused it to be less useful than it could have been. Than it could have been. All right. So Brown wrote that the study didn't look at poor forest management and other factors that are just as important to fire behavior because he knew that it would detract from the clean narrative centered on the negative impact of climate change and thus decrease the odds that the paper would pass. Hold on. All that noise and stuff. All right. Like I said, Brown wrote that the study didn't look at poor forest management and other factors that are just as important to fire behavior because he knew that it would detract from the clean narrative centered on the negative impact of climate change and thus decrease the odds that the paper would pass muster with nature's editors and reviewers. He added such bias in climate science misinforms the public and makes practical solutions more difficult to achieve. Identifying and focusing on problems rather than studying the effectiveness of solutions makes for more compelling abstracts that can be turned into headlines. But it is a major reason why high-profile research is not as useful to society as it could be, Brown wrote on X, formerly known as Twitter, thread on September 5th. California Assembly Leader James Gallagher, a Republican, blasted liberals by saying that they cherry-picked data to fit their agenda. All right? It's really about the headlines. It's this, this, this tobacco, this whole paragraph is about they pick out certain information about the cause of wildfires. They pick out certain information and they pick out certain headlines and words to grab um, people interest. So basically, they don't even give a damn about what's causing wildfires. They only care about consumers and how much they can gain profit out of people just reading the articles and buying their products and stuff like that. Isn't like so they don't give a damn about what's really causing the fire. Is it global warming or is it just there's really not, it's not scientists being scientists. There's the scientists and the people that's writing these articles submitting to the editors and the people that review the articles and stuff like that. That's basically what is going on over here. You see what I'm saying? All politics. Basically, you can't even get the truth anymore. It's all about agenda. You understand? Patrick Brown is saying the quiet part out loud. Liberals are cherry-picking data to fit an agenda and push radical policies that drive up the cost of living. Gallagher told news sources, climate change is Democrats' excuse to avoid blame for turning our forests into tinderboxes. 
If they don't get serious about forest management, we're going to see even more mega fires destroying the landscape. Gallagher continued. Republican Assembly member Joe Patterson echoed Gallagher, Gallagher's sentiments, telling news sources that Governor Gavin Newsom pressured scientists to ignore science and other significant factors that cause wildfires. Republicans want want scientists to consider all causes of massive wildfires, including climate change. Patterson said, the problem is Governor Newsom and legislative Democrats want to ignore significant factors such as forest health and fuel load. While they pressure scientists to ignore science, our state is literally burning. All right? So I'm just showing you, that's why I don't like doing politics. You see what I'm saying? But... I'm being pushed to talk about politics and what's going on with liberals and conservatives alike and the stuff that they argue about and what they're doing in the legislative office. And and guess what? Here's the biggest factor of this article right here, the cost of living. The cost of living is keep going up. There's a lot of intricate parts that's making your living, the cost of living go up. You see what I'm saying? And I'm over here trying to give you the information so you can understand. See what I'm saying? Your obligation, ladies and gentlemen, is to pick the right candidate so you could go and vote. Now, for the people who just don't care about politics and don't want to vote, that's a big no-no. You got to try to vote and you got to try to figure out who has your best interest at heart. Period. See what I'm saying? I don't have to elaborate any further. I don't tell you what it is, all right? So we're going to keep it moving. This is thinking out loud. This is what I do. You know what I'm saying? So I'm almost like a goddamn professor at a fucking prestigious university that's going to get to your head and tell you the right things, all right? I'm not trying to manipulate you. I'm trying to tell you the right things so you know what to do. You got. I'm, if you don't want to analyze these goddamn politicians, I'm going to analyze them for you, and then I'm going to give you the information and shit, all right? You can't ignore science. You can't ignore science. And you can't ignore the way that you live, ladies and gentlemen. That's religion and science in a nutshell. Can't ignore the way that you perceive things in life. And we can't not ignore science. Science is basically um, the elaboration, the explanation of how things works. All right? That's science. And the way that you live, and the way that you choose to live, your codes and ethnics, that's religion. See? All of them in a nutshell. I just hope you figured it out. And there's a heartbeat beating inside of me. That's why my words are very powerful and potent. All right? We're going to keep it moving. Next. Florida teen who stabbed and killed his uncle said he learned the technique from a video game, police say. All right, details, ladies and gentlemen, details. Melbourne, Florida, a 17-year-old boy was arrested over Labor Day weekend for stabbing and killing his uncle, claiming that he learned from video games that a neck stab could be fatal, according to the Melbourne Police Department. The Melbourne Police Department said the incident happened just after 6.30 p.m. on Sunday on the 3000 block of South Babcock Street. They responded to a 911 call from a woman later identified as the victim's girlfriend, that a man was stabbed and he was dying. 
An arrest affidavit stated, when police arrived, they found the boy and his mother lying on the ground, crying and visibly, visibly distraught. Police also said there was a bloody serrated steak knife on the ground next to the boy, which led police to detain him. The mother told police her son was responsible for stabbing the victim. The report says the boy was detained while police continued their investigation. Police then went inside the apartment and found a man identified as Daenerys Ellick, unresponsive on the living room floor surrounded by a large pool of blood. Police then pieced together what happened on Sunday evening. Investigators learned that the boy, his mother, his uncle, and his uncle's girlfriend all lived in a one-bedroom apartment together. Damn, it must be real packed and tight in there. Leading up to the alleged stabbing, the uncle and his girlfriend were reportedly having an argument in the bedroom about financial problems and his drug use. During the argument, Alec climbed on top of her and started to choke his girlfriend with his hands, the police reported. That's when the mother entered the room telling them to stop, the report says. The son also entered the room but got into a physical fight with Alec which then spilled over into the living room. The uncle's girlfriend told police the son shouldn't have intervened because the argument was over and she was no longer in any danger, the Alpha David stated. All right, this is all from the police report. She remained in the room during the fight. During the fight between the boy and his uncle, there was a brief break, which is when the boy's mother believed he armed himself with a kitchen knife. The boy told police he un- the boy told police his uncle told him that he could have had beat him up and killed him if he wanted to, which is what prompted him to grab the steak knife from the sink. The report says he started to swing the knife at his uncle, telling him to get out of the house, but his mother reportedly told him to put the knife down on the couch. The mother told police she never saw the knife. When he put the knife down, his uncle reportedly charged toward him and they started to fight again. Police said Alec overpowered his nephew and strangled his neck while sitting on top of him. That's when the boy's mother screamed for the fight to stop and they broke apart. The son stood up at this time, grabbed the knife from the couch and followed after Alec, who as backing up and retreating toward the bedroom, He swung the knife at his uncle's neck and missed on the first try, but aimed and swung a second time, striking the right side of his neck. The mother said she didn't see the stabbing. The uncle's girlfriend, who remained in the room during the fight, came out to find him on the couch by himself with blood blood squirting from his neck, the Alpha David said. Moments before, the boy and his mother reportedly left the apartment, but the girlfriend found them outside. The son reportedly yelled toward the girlfriend that he was sorry, and the mother told her that he had stabbed Alec. The girlfriend went back inside and applied pressure to his wound with her hand before calling 911. He was transported to a local hospital, but was pronounced dead on arrival. All right, DOA. After the boy was transported to the criminal investigation division, he told police that he learned from video games that a stab to the neck would be fatal. 
that Alpha Davis said, damn, I wish this kid never said nothing. He needed to shut the hell up, all right? And I know this ain't got nothing to do with the story, but I'm watching the University of Utah um, against Baylor University, and they tied up, 13-13. I think they only got like two minutes left in the fourth quarter. Um, I watch college football, y'all. You know I got to watch that shit. I'm sorry if that. I'm looking at the goddamn screen. I'm like, oh, shit, they tied up. But my bad, my bad, my bad. Let me fucking tell y'all about this shit right here. All right, so the kid, he should have never said nothing. He should have just shut the fuck up. That, that, All of that right there that he was saying, he said, uh, what did he say? Where he at? The boy yelled. He said, sorry. He was transported. After the boy was transported to the crib, he told the police that he learned from video games that a stab to the neck would be fatal, that Alpha Davis stated. Yeah, I, I wish he he just shut the fuck up because they could use all of that against him and shit like that, all right? The boy was destroyed anyway. You see what I'm saying? Police also asked the boy if he had no other options but to stab his uncle. You see what I'm saying? Now the police is asking him questions, which just... You know, is incriminating himself and making him look real bad. To which he replied that he didn't. He could have left a home and or called 911, the report said, adding that the boy didn't feel threatened or fearful of his uncle when he decided to stab him. Police said they found blood on the boy's clothing, presumed to be presumed to belong to his uncle Alec. He also had minor red marks on his neck but no visible injuries pointing to a violent, life-threatening, and physical altercation. All right, the boy was charged with manslaughter and aggravated assault. All right, I wish he ain't never said nothing. I wish he shut the fuck up. Or his mother, I wish his moms were smart enough to tell him, don't say anything, just be quiet, don't say anything, because he, should, he shouldn't have never said anything. Because anything that you say could be used against you in the court of law, you know what I'm saying? Even if... You did something fucked up, and it looked like it's fucked up. You don't need to open your mouth because when the investigators or the detectives or whoever's, like, interrogating you in the fucking police department or whatever, like, if the question is complex and you don't understand the question, don't fucking answer it. Like, keep your mouth shut. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just shocked what happened. That's it. You don't have to say nothing no more, all right? Keep the shit, like, you know, because the kid probably, like, look, this is how I'm looking at it. It was a big old fight between his uncle and his girl and stuff like that. And that shit probably, like, um, you know, shocked the kid, whatever, and he ain't know what to do. And his uncle probably was belligerent. And from reading the article that said, the uncle be doing drugs and they got financial problems, which probably the uncle is not too much of a good person and stuff like that. So the kid probably just like was defending himself, didn't understand too much. He's just a kid. He's just a 17 year old kid at the end of the day. So, you know, young people don't know too much of anything. You know what I'm saying? And you know, that's a fact. You see what I'm saying? So I wish the kid ain't say too much of anything when he was being asked questions by the police officer. It make him look fucked up, and they're probably going to use that against him when he goes to court or whatever. They're probably going to use all of that against him, and then, and you know the state of Florida is the worst place to get locked up and go to jail. That's the worst place to 
getting into any type of problem because they're gonna throw the book at you in fucking Florida. So now we got now we lost two lives. We lost the uncle and we lost a little kid for no reason. See what I'm saying? So hopefully things turn around for the kid because I kinda feel sorry for the kid, all right? Um like like America, that's their answer to everything. Put motherfuckers in jail, incarcerate everybody, turn them into slaves and shit. Because this country is a country filled with slaves and stuff like that. You know, incidents happen, you know. Incidents always happen. We can learn from mistakes and we can learn from, we can learn from everything, all right? In incarceration, mass incarceration is not the answer. All right, I'm just keeping it real. You know, I'm not too much into that fucking incarceration uh, um, situation. I'm not really into that. You know, there's some people that do need to be incarcerated, and there's some people. It was an incident. They need to like treat it in a different manner. That's just how I feel. All right, let me see if I could get y'all to another goddamn story. Let me see what else they got going on. All right, police are offering a reward for a fifth suspect in Orlando double homicide drive-by shooting. Orlando, Florida. Orlando police are searching for the fifth suspect involved in a drive-by shooting that left a 6-year-old and a 19-year-old dead and a mother injured. Police are offering a $5,000 reward for information on the whereabouts of 20-year-old Tariq Omari Nichols, who is believed to have been involved in the double homicide. Police said a car occupied by several males drove through the Carver Shores neighborhood, firing multiple gunshots into a home, leaving Ajalia Hashim, 6 years old, dead and her mother injured. Four of the suspects three of whom are juveniles and are not being named by news sources due to their age or in police custody. Newly released court records reveal that several of the males were captured on video camera driving through Poppy Avenue in a silver Toyota Camry at 8.20 p.m. on August 29th. On August 30th, a detective found a vehicle that matched the suspect vehicle's description with the same rear bumper paint damage arrest records show. The same car interacted with the Orlando Police Department on June 21st, where one of the juvenile, sus juvenile suspects was seen getting into the car near downtown. Hospital video surveillance also showed the suspects dragging 19-year-old Isaiah Wright out of the car, who later died out of the back seat of the car and lying him on the ground near the sidewalk. Well, what the fuck? They shot him by accident or something when they was doing a drive-by or something, I guess. On Thursday, Orlando Police Chief Eric Smith held a press conference on crime in Orlando and pleaded with the public to speak out with helping to stop gang violence. Orlando Police Department Chief Eric Smith said he's cracking down on the teenage gang members charged for the deadly shooting in Carver Shores last week. He said it all started on social media. A lot of it is live platforms where they are arguing with each other. And unless someone let us know something about to happen, we have no idea. A lot of these murders are committed by very young suspects and a lot are tied to gangs. 
So we need to make a difference in these children's lives, said Chief Smith. All right. And that is true because there's always these people always these kids. They be on Rumble. Most of them be on Twitch. They be like talking shit to each other or somebody will say something slick. And then the gang members get real mad and real dainty and want to put the hurting on somebody. They want to put their paws on one of the other um, kids. Some of these kids are not gang members, but, you know, they be on Twitch just talking shit. You know how kids are. They love to talk shit. Most of these kids love talking shit. And these gangs want to act like they have authority in the streets or something like that. For some reason, that's what they be thinking about. You know, I used to be a young kid, too, and kids do uh, perpetuate gang culture or they perpetuate. They really perpetuate what they hear and listen to in the music. So basically, that's what really what it is. All right. That's truly what it is. All right. They don't perpetuate the gang culture. They really perpetuate what they listen to, the music and all of that stuff. That's what makes them or drives them to do the little silly shit that they do out there on the streets. So that right there is happening all over. the Every major city in America got the same problems and stuff like that. These kids be on live. You got um, Twitch. And, um, there's another um, little... Um, social media platform where they go live. Uh, most of them be on Instagram, you know, Twitch. Uh, I know Twitch is one of them. And then there's another one that they use, but I can't think of the name. Uh, something like that. Clubhouse. Like, I think that's what it's called. But I think that's like a different platform or something like that. And then they get to talking to each other. You know, you got some young bucks that they abide by the gang culture life. You see what I'm saying? And they, like, really abide by it. It's almost like a religion to these young people and stuff like that. And then you got other kids that don't give a damn about the gang culture life. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't give a fuck about that shit. So you got a division, basically, and, and the youth. In the, in the street life. And then, like I said, you got the gang culture, which you got kids are adamant about the gang culture life. And then you got kids who's not in the gang culture life, but they about it, about it too. They don't give a fuck about that gang culture life. And this is, I'm speaking from what I'm seeing and I'm speaking from what I've lived when I was a young 15-year-old, 16-year-old, 17-year-old. I'm telling you exactly what it is. I listen to hip-hop too, but guess what? I don't be fucking trying to copy off of what the rapper's saying because I know most of that shit ain't real, you know? I got parents. They live the life that I witnessed. I got an older brother. I I, I got older um, people that I used to hang out with back in the day, and they keep it real with me. And, they, and plus, I have an uncle that's... He he was in the streets hard as fuck, and he he was you know he was a mobster. You see what I'm saying? So I know the ups and downs of the gang life, the gang culture. Most of these kids that's really in the gang, they don't have any parents. Some most of them come from foster care. 
You see what I'm saying? They're in the system. So really, some of them are angry children that just don't really give a fuck about society. You see what I'm saying? I'm just giving you the very intricate parts that cause these major problems in our communities. I'm making you understand that. All right? So you can't, you know, I'm telling you from experience what I've experienced when I was young at that age. And it's really history repeating itself. You see what I'm saying? It's the music they listen to and they perpetuate everything that they hear in the music and they think it's cool they think it's it's the real it's the realest shit ever especially the kids that's involved in gang activities all right so the orlando police are searching for a fifth suspect that was involved in a double homicide shooting it was a six-year-old little girl and the 19-year-old was part of the gang clique that um that was shooting into the house so one of the one of the one of his friends accidentally shot him and then he died that's what it looks like what really happened and they dropped him off at the hospital and drove off sad right ladies and gentlemen well guess what I'm going to have to cut this apple pie short and sweet because I got things that I need to do, football games that I need to watch, and I need to go cook me something and eat. Goddamn. I don't know what I'm going to cook to eat. You see what I'm saying? But I got to get me something to eat because a nigga is hungry. All right? Straight up. I don't even care if these people get mad at me and how I talk. Fuck that shit. Get used to it. All right? All right. For those that want to say the words that I say and you know that you can't say it in the public forum, you shut the fuck up. Don't say shit. Don't follow what I do. Just listen to the things that I'm trying to tell you that's going on in our communities. All right. This is your man, Ben Pharrell. with thinking out loud. I said Ben's Pharrell. with thinking out loud. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is called Box Benji. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. That's the same name that you could use to follow me on Instagram. And as well as TikTok, you can just type that name, Box Benji, in the search engine. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. All right? And you will find me there. You can leave a comment. You can leave a complaint. You can say whatever that you want to say. If you want to make fun of me, be my guest. All right? This is Thinking Out Loud. Peace. It's the Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the bodega. 